This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught, everything taught by the real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. I'm joined by my trusty co-host, the lovely Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? I am lovely, but not as lovely as your guests today. We do have lovely. They were here last week. It's been a whole week since Mm -hmm. we did the last show. It was just like it was moments ago. I just bring the same people with me. (laughs) So... um, uh, now, Still without their husbands, by the okay, way. Okay, yes, and there's good reason for that. They're sick of them. I think that's <laughs> what they, they can't. Well, they were trying to ditch the husbands earlier. I didn't catch on to that, but they finally accomplished that. My, you'll notice my wife is not here. She never comes down. Does there's she? a reason no, yeah. for that. She has had just about enough of my crap. So uh, we have the in studio guest, the lovely Janine Yanish. She is not Yan, but she is Yan-ish. Mm-hmm. That we do know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Happy Kayla. to be here. Thank you, Bob. Kayla, how are you? I'm excellent. Thanks, All Bob. the way from Oklahoma they came again. Now, uh, last week we started with the headlines of the day. This week is no different. We're always going to start with the headlines of the day. Now, you know, they're, they're constantly researching hair loss remedies. Do you know about this? Oh, yeah. You see them all the time popping up on the web. Constantly. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I knew I had a – I don't know if you – people tuning in, they've seen my picture. But I first knew I had a problem with hair loss when I – in the shower, I thought I found a rodent. Oh, nice. <laughs> see, that's how it's done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I was going to talk about real estate unless you guys have something that you would like to talk about more. Something mindful. Oh, God. <laughs> mindful real estate. Mindfulness. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. That's, and that's the drinking game we talked about last time you were on the show. I was going to talk about my telephone prospecting. Now, do you do telephone prospecting, Kayla? I do not. Kayla but is I in did the, starting out. I did, did you? starting out, yes. Okay, so you, were in the insur- you are in the insurance business, as I like to call it, and, you, uh, and, you're, and realtors are your clients. Correct. Target market is realtors. So when you first started out, you uh, called realtors asking for business. Do you remember what you said? Probably not the right thing because it took me a while to. (laughs) Now, were you eager to call or were you reluctant to call? I was reluctant. Ah, there you go. Call reluctance, we call it. Yeah. So there's a cure for that. Uh, And I'm going to explain the cure. So uh, my. Broker, Jace was his name. He said, uh, so I gone on my first listing presentation and I got the listing. And uh, I, I told this story on the, on the show earlier, but I, you know, cobbled together a little listing presentation and memorized it word for word so I wouldn't freak out and I flop sweat when I got there. So the, I end up getting the Listening, and I go back to the office, and my buddies are waiting for me. Now, women are different than men. Women are uh, empathetic. Guys, they want you to crash and burn so they can hear the story. You know, so they're they're going how you know they're thinking how bad was it? I said, oh, I got the listing, and they go, what? You got the listing? <laughs> I go, yeah. So I've been in the business for like three weeks, you know, and I said, I said, yeah. 
I got the listing. I said, this is the easiest thing in the world. I said, we're going to be rich. You know, We have to find out how to go on more of these listing forms. So, of course, that wasn't true, but I thought it was true. So then uh, we go talk to the broker and he says, uh, you know what I did? He goes, I would just cold call up and down the street asking people if they want to sell their house. I go, that's what you did? He goes, yeah. I go, okay. I go, we, we could do that. He goes, yeah, you get the reverse phone directory and you you know pick a street and you just make photocopies of it and then you call down the street and – and uh, see what happens, you know. So I said, yeah, okay, I, I can do that. So I uh, we sit down, Steve is my partner, and and uh, I said, okay, let's let's do this. So I pick up the phone and I'm I'm thinking, uh, gee, I'm a little nervous. I'm not sure I know what to say, you know. And Steve goes, yeah, me too. I go, I go, let's let's go talk to Jace again. So we go back and talk to Jace. I said, Jace, uh, you know. I hate to admit this, but I was kind of like nervous, not really eager to call. He goes, yeah. He goes, that's the way it was for me. I go, well, what did you do? He goes, well, actually, he goes, I went down uh, to Oak Street and Scottsdale Road, and there's a bar there. <laughs> and I went into the that's bar. That's all good stories start. I, right. <laughs> but no good story starts with I had a salad, right? So then I, then I go into the bar and I had a couple of beers, and then I came back, and cold calling was no problem. So I look at Steve. I go – this guy's a genius. This this is why he's our broker. Of course, this is good information. Drunk so we go to the same bar, go to the same bar, have a couple of beers, come back, cold calling's no problem. He's right about that. So I do end up having to go to meetings later in life. So I don't recommend <laughs> that, but still, you know, it worked that day until it didn't. So uh, so I pick up the phone. I look, and there's this guy's name is Jerry. So I'm going to call Jerry, uh, and he lives on a very – sides up to a very busy street. So I pick up the phone and I said uh, – he, he says, hello. And I said, hi, is this Jerry? He goes, yeah. I said, Jerry, this is Bob Leffler with Century 21 and I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. And he says, actually, I am. I said, really? I said, like, when? He goes, like, yesterday, man. I go, really? He goes, no, I'm just <laughs> messing with you. <laughs> I go, oh, so you're not thinking of selling your house. He goes, no, I actually am, but not not, not that quickly. I said, well, I would like to meet with you and we can talk about that. So I, I schedule a listing appointment with Jerry. Now, uh, I end up listing Jerry's house. Now, this is back when it takes um, about a year or two for houses to sell in Scottsdale, which is the fastest selling part of town. So I list Jerry's house for sale, and then all of a sudden they decide they're going to widen Hayden Road. Oh. Okay, so they're bringing in the big the diggers and all the equipment, and uh, you know it's taking forever to sell his house anyway because I don't know what I'm doing when I'm new. So then uh, he says, I, "Bob, I think we should take our house off the market while the construction is happening." I go, "Yeah, that that sounds like a good idea." So we take his house off the market. Then he calls me up. Uh, probably about a month later and says, hey, Bob, I own this land out in North Scottsdale and uh, this guy from uh, another real estate company has brought me an offer on it. And he goes, I don't know what I'm doing. Why don't you come over here and list it and then negotiate it for me? And I say, okay, that sounds right. So I go over, I list his property, you know, negotiate that, get it under contract and, um, you know, big commission check and then in by 1980 standards. And then uh, then the 
construction is done. I relist his house, sell his house. Then he buys another house. Then he says, I've got all this money and I don't know what to do with it. And then I had my my securities license back then and we were selling these land syndications. So he bought some of those investments from me. So at the end of the day, I get like $20,000 in 1980 dollars, which would be like probably $60,000 today maybe or something uh, on my very first cold call. No wonder you like cold calls yeah. so much. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so, good job. So that's the moral of the story. So, you know, Steve, who is sitting across from me, he calls probably 100 people before anybody said anything like yes. And it took me another 100 or so calls or maybe 200 to get somebody to say yes. But on my very first call, it tricked me into knowing that cold calling works and money is flying out of the phone. Right. So uh, I often think, what if that had not happened and I had made 200 calls and got nothing? I would have been tricked into thinking, oh, there is no money in cold calling. I would have known that for sure. So the reality is money is flying out of the phone. So you can make you can make a ton of money. So I never, I never quit cold calling. So I would just uh, – you know, do it, and then and then I would go to all these classes, and they would say, "Oh, here's what you say when you make a cold call." And I I thought that doesn't sound right to me, you know. So if for those of you tuning in, if you're brand new in real estate like I was, the fearless agent words for a cold call are, "Hi, my name is me." And I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. They would say no. And I'd say, okay, thank you very much for your time. And I'd move on to the next one. And then one day I'd, I'd call this guy and I said, hi, this is Bob Leffler. I'm a real estate agent with Century 21. And I was just calling to see if you might be thinking of selling your house. And he says, uh, no. And I said, do you have any plans of moving ever? He goes, <laughs> oh, yeah, but not for like you know, eight months. And I go, holy cow, eight months is like an emergency, you know. <laughs> Back then, I mean, you know, it took two years for houses to sell. So so I realized I was missing out on a lot of opportunities. And uh, so then I just, ch- every time somebody would say no, I'd say, do you have any plans of moving ever? And they'd say no. And I'd say, okay, well, thank you very much for your time. So I noticed these other coaches out there were saying, when they say no, you say, do you have any friends or neighbors or relatives who are thinking about selling their house? And I'm thinking, I can't even get my own friends or neighbors <laughs> or relatives to refer me business. I'm not going to get a referral from a, from a stranger. And it elongates the length of the call. So when people give you a no, you want the world's quickest no, because time is the only resource I got. The and your problems don't even begin until they say yes. Then's when you find out they're crazy or, you know, insane or, you know, whatever they whatever their problems are. I'm going to say hi to a guy on the phone. Watch how we do this. Michael, you're on the podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> now, this is Michael Tran. He was a former podcast star. Oh, wow. Well, welcome told, back. Told the most amazing story of how his family escaped from Vietnam. I see. Yes. <laughs> Can I call you back after the show, or would you like to be on the show? Well, he's oh. already on the show. <laughs> yeah. You want to be I, on the show? I, uh, what should I do? You're going to call in to the number I give you. Okay. Okay. We'll catch you on the air. 
So I have a question for you about cold calling, though, like a 2022 question. Okay, a 2022. Because, like, sometimes I think of cold calling, you know, I'm kind of thinking old-time rotary phones, right? Yeah, that's what I had. (laughs) (laughs) Sarah, Sarah, give me Angie. So what is your advice to agents on the use of social media? Because I see a lot of things. (laughs) <laughs> That's my advice. Yeah. I see a lot of listings and real estate agents putting a lot of information on social media. So yeah. what That's what all broke agents do. Oh. Yeah. So the agents that I coach that make a million dollars a year, they don't do social media. Mm. Yeah, they do the phone. So the the here's here's the way to look at it. So glad you asked that question, by Thank the way. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, I knew I brought her here for some reason. <laughs> <clears throat> so let's say you're a real estate agent. Michael, are you on the line? Yes. How are you? Good morning. I'm fine. Thank you. So if you're a real estate agent, and Michael is one, and he is a real estate company owner, by the way. Wow, impressive. Very impressive. But uh, if you're a real estate agent like Michael uh, and you're going to – let's say I give you a a goal and you have to schedule five listing appointments this week, okay? And if you don't, I'm going to kidnap Elvis – and Oliver, your mm. dog, Elvis Lee and Oliver Lee. Yeah, they'd be so sad. So, you, so it's pressure. You got to do this. Mm-hmm. So you got to schedule five real listing appointments where all the decision makers are there. They're real live sellers. You have a two-hour booked appointment, and you know how much their house would sell for. They told you that uh, at a time. So it's a real gettable listing agreement uh, appointment. Now, you can use the telephone and do telephone prospecting to schedule those five listing appointments, or you could use social media, mm-hmm. but you only have a week. Right. What would you do? Oh, well, totally phone. I'd use the phone, yeah. The phone. So if that's true today or this week, would it be true next week and the week after that? Uh, that'll always be true. So the, re- the reality is everything works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But people who don't know how to sell their way out of a wet paper bag teach social media because it's fun, mm-hmm. right? And it's pictures of me and what I ate and all that kind of crazy narcissistic crap. So uh, if you want to if you, if you make money in real estate and help more people, it's going to be about the phone. So where are you getting the phone numbers? We are buying those from the uh, sex offender hotline. No, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna get those from the uh, FBI. No, you you can buy you can buy the data. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay, I just you choose now, kind of your demographic. Now, what Michael, we want old people in old houses with equity. That's the that's the demographic we're mm-hmm, looking for. Mm-hmm. So, Michael, why did you call? Yes, I I have a questions about uh, I'm. I'm meeting the seller tomorrow. All right. And as I do the CMA, I see that on the tax record, his house only listed at four one. But uh, he he is a uh, one bathroom. Yes. Four bedrooms and one bathroom. Yes. The builder needs now a lot of people there. don't realize this, but the you know when I was a little kid. This is before anybody around here was alive in the 1950s. Okay, I was a kid in the 1950s, and all houses had only one bathroom. Do you know what changed that, Michael? The 7-Eleven Big Gulp. Yeah, Yeah, people didn't know that. 
When they invented the 7-Eleven Big Bowl, people said, we're going to have to put another bathroom in this house. Oh, yeah, that's happening. Because otherwise you're going in the yard. We don't want that. Yeah. I still do that, but that's another story. That's a guy thing. It's a had, guy we've thing. We've had this conversation. We've had this recently. conversation. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every married woman has had that conversation. <laughs> just, just don't do it in the yard anymore. Just please. Or in front of the ring camera. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> what, and what's your question about that, Michael? Yes, uh, this is from from cold calling. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, he, not from social media. <laughs> no, not social media. Stop my ribs. <laughs> we all had a good laugh at Janine's expense. Well, just wondering how many leads you got off of your social media. <laughs> well, my picture is on my social media. So what do you think? <laughs> None. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Michael. So what's yeah. the question? So so. Um, you know, he he listed as four two on uh, on his uh, um, for sale by owner. So, oh, maybe it has two so bathrooms. I, I I think that he uh, remodel and yeah. add another bathroom. I don't think he's lying about that. And you'll be able right. to tell. It sounds like a. <laughs> it sounds like an air quotes crappy room edition. See what I did there? Oh, oh so yeah. bad. The t- 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 Oh, we have that. We yeah. have that. When, oh, yeah, it, when it's, that. yeah, warranted. <laughs> Go ahead. Give us, a, <laughs> give us a rim shot. Come on. What are we waiting for here? Jeez. Right. So There we go. Thank you. Should, should, should I put 4-1 on the listing or should I put 4 No, I would, I would uh, well, go. Are you going to go and see it in person? Yes. Yeah. Then you'll know. Don't fill that out until you go. Right. Right. Hmm. But it would change Let, you know, dramatically the market analysis that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So you 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 okay. might want to do you might want to and you can call him back and say, "Are there two bathrooms for sure?" Well, you probably already mm-hmm. asked him that, didn't you? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, you can trust him. There's two bathrooms. Yes. Yeah. You know how we always talk about the element of surprise. Yeah. So. Should I put for one? Because I think that if we put for one, then we can eliminate a lot of buyers. Uh, well, yeah. One. But then if they here's the deal. What year was the house built? Uh, the year of the house is uh, is old. Yeah, nineteen fifty. Five zero. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me. Um, what year do you think it was built? 1955. I guarantee you that was not a four-bedroom house in 1955. In 1955, they didn't have four-bedroom houses. So you had you had five kids in a one-bedroom house in 1955 because everybody was poor. So it was a one-bathroom. It was a three-bedroom one bath house in 1955, very likely, and then it's got a either nice add on or more more likely a crappy add on where they added a bathroom and and uh, one bedroom. At least one bedroom is added on, maybe mm-hmm. two. But I'm sure it does have two bathrooms. That'd be interesting too if that when it had the one bath. What the square footage is listed on that listing versus what he's saying the square footage is. Yeah, the square footage almost doesn't matter because what's the price of the house? 
seven fifty. Yeah. So you know the, that additional square footage is worth about thirty five bucks a square foot on an appraisal, but the lot is worth so money that that house is worthless. You could you could tear down the house or burn it down; it would be worth the, the lot would be worth the same. So you can be wrong on the features and stuff; it's probably not going to make that much of a difference. Is that's the good news? But you know, you attract the the flip side of that is because he has four bedrooms. You know, th- three bedrooms these days. Two bedrooms is functionally obsolete these days. You know, no, like how many bedrooms does your house have, Kayla? Does- really? Why well, you got to pick on me? <laughs> <laughs> she has. She I have has, five cats, so she has five cats. Okay, cats are to hoarding <laughs> what rubber is to tires. <laughs> you cannot have one without the other. The sine qua non, they call it in Latin. So, um, how many bedrooms does your house have, Kayla? Um, five. Oh, I was thinking you were going to say 12. How many Christmas trees per bedroom? That would be three. We got that. She had 15 Christmas trees in a a five-bedroom house. That's that's kind of – that's over the top. You know that. (laughs) She has 400 shoes. Well, and the largest tree, tallest tree, is how many feet? 17 feet. Wow. (laughs) It takes a scaffolding to decorate it. Yeah. I don't want that. We need our own Christmas podcast. (laughs) For, yeah, for Ramon and I and Michael, we should not be up on a ladder. No. At least not decorating a tree. Not, right. <laughs> Peeking in somebody's window. That's, that's different. That's what we normally do. Of course, do, that's yes. what a ladder's for. Yeah, we're not handy men. We're just creepy men. You okay. were handy with that PPE. What did you have to? <laughs> <laughs> Try to make it sound even dirtier. That's called personal protection equipment. That's like right. masks and gloves, things PPE. like that. Mm-hmm. Right. Not creepy. Thanks for the clarification. I needed that because I was feeling a little scared. Can I tell you a story, a uh, Michael Tran? Can I tell you a story? Yes. So I go to visit Kayla in Oklahoma City, and she says, hey, I need help with a little thing, a little thing we're doing at my your nonprofit. You know, right, you right. know how, Michael, I hate anything nonprofit. You know, if mm-hmm. it doesn't have profit, I don't want any part of it. But So she drags me over to what was the name of that place? Health Alliance for the Uninsured. Okay. So I'm there uh, just on vacation, and then I thought, oh, I'll pitch in. And or then, so you think. Then this truck backs up, and there's like giant pallets, forklift, and all this COVID junk. Mm-hmm. I don't even believe in COVID. Is that real? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You were being very philanthropic. It's important. They Successful said, wear a mask, wear a mask. So I put a hockey mask on. That scared everybody. <laughs> So I, I was lifting three tons of stuff, sweaty. I've never gotten sweaty in my whole life before. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma, they have real heat there. Yeah, and you had an S and B burger afterwards. Okay, that was good. Mm-hmm. That was good. Yeah, they kind of helped. Okay, Michael. Uh, any other real estate? Did I answer your question? Did we come even close? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Now we're going to plug you, Michael. Say your uh, town you're in. I'm in Garden Grove, California. So when you and you are the owner, what's the name of your company? Trans Real Estate. So if you call Michael Tran at 714-299-2991, if you have a seller or buyer or investor referral for him, he will do a great job. If you are an agent tuning in, 
Uh, which is likely, why would you tune into this if you weren't an agent? But if you were an agent tuning in, you happen to live in the Garden Grove area and you need a great guy to work for, Michael is your guy. By the way, I'm going to plug last week's guest. We forgot to plug him, Julian Dewey from Boca Raton. You've heard Julian, haven't you, Michael? Yeah. Now, he was on the show. We always like to plug everybody. I completely forgot, but you can call him in Boca Raton at 561-908-3622. If Kayla wasn't here, I would have forgotten to do the shameless plug. Good job, Kayla. Ay, ay, ay. Well, and if you need insurance in Oklahoma City, call Kayla Blunt. At what number? 405-503-9519. Any shoe and Christmas fund donations can be made to... Is it okay? Shoe, like you need more <laughs> shoes? She has 400 pairs of shoes. She's asking for shoe donation. Is that how you get all those shoes? Hey, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. girl's got to do what a girl's got to do. So, Michael. So uh, can I call you in every week and get plugged? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> please, please be a creepy stalker and call her every week. Yeah. That's what we want. Wait, course. isn't that called leverage? That's I mean, leverage. a question for a plug. That's good leverage. That's right. Hey, listen. Uh, mm-hmm. You're a coaching student for a while. What would you, uh, if somebody, this is going to be a shameless plug. We need the shameless plug tune. Time for Bob Leffler's shameless plug. So, Michael, if somebody was thinking about fearless agent coaching, what would your advice to them be? If you want to make more money than you are not making now, then call Bob Leffler. And then I'll just do a complimentary coaching call with them, and uh, we'll see what happens, see if it's a good fit. Yes. Well, thank you for uh, being a victim, I mean, volunteer on the show, Michael. We appreciate it. Thank you. And by the way, once again, we want to thank all of you for joining us today, and Kayla and Janine. She's Yan-ish, remember? That's right. Bob, it's always a pleasure to be on the show with you. Thank thank you you. so much for inviting us. And we appreciate the work that you're doing to support and encourage realtors across the world. They were eager to You guys were eager to be successful. on the show. You have to it, subpoena people to be on the show. Do it with humor and wisdom. Oh, my and God. it's just a delight to be a part of your team. Are, are you Fairless reading this? Oh, that's are you hard reading to this? <laughs> you don't even know how to follow that up. <laughs> Please don't. I'm not. We're, we're out of time. I've read before, but this was really off the top of my head, off my from my heart. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome, Bob. Nice. Yeah, I'm we value come, you and I'm your gonna, friendship. I'm going to come and go to your cupcake meeting in... Oh, oh, we'd love that, yeah. All right. Thank you for so, your support, too. Once again, I want to thank all of you, and please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. If you are a real estate agent earning less than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help with that, you can call me directly at 480-385-8810. Please do give us a five-star review of this podcast. I'm, oh, here's the thing. Go to fearlessagent.tv mm-hmm. and hit the subscribe button to our YouTube channel. And then subscribe to this podcast, of course. And uh, again, call me anytime, and we'd love to help you in and do what we always do every week. We have fun, right, Janine? True, very. That's you a have lot to stay fun. humble, right? Kayla, Correct. Kayla, humble, and then always be fearless. Thanks, gang. Good job. Thanks, Michael. Thank you.